Hey guys, welcome back to the Saved and Sexual podcast, um, where we talk about all things sexual and all things salvation. Um, no holds barred, okay? Uh, all your comments and questions, whether you agree or disagree, they are welcome. Just please be gracious about it. Again, we're on this sharing kick, so please help us to build the community by sharing with people in your life. Um, there's no age limit really on this podcast because it's supposed to help us to challenge some of the things that we believe, recognize some things that are coming at us, and start to have conversations about sex within the church, but in the society as a whole. How do we talk about it? What is out there? How do we honor God? Honoring God with and in our sexuality, okay? So, we're continuing with the saved, <coughs> saved and sexual series. We're continuing with the sexual rights series. And that is basically the rights that IPPF put forward, which they would like to be human rights. And it's under the IPPF Declaration of Sexual Rights. For those who don't know what IPPF is, You've clearly not listened to the rest, the uh, last few podcasts. You should go and listen to them. But IPPF is International Planned Parenthood Federation, which at this moment, I believe, is the largest provider of abortions in the world. You can confirm that on their site. But like I said, everything, if you see IPPF, look again. Yeah, if you're a Christian, look again, evaluate deeply, seek more answers, look, yeah, research. Don't take it as fact. Don't take it anywhere as fact. If you see a PPF, if you see Mary Stops, if you see George Soros, look deeper, guys. Look much, much deeper. And um, seek to honor God in everything. So today we're in principle number six, um, which I will read out now. So principle number six in the declaration says this, sexual rights may be subject only to those limitations determined by law for the purpose for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and the general welfare in a democratic society. Okay? So, we'll break that down. <laughs> we'll break it down. Um, but I'll read principle 1 to 5 as well, again, because remember we talked about building blocks, so one on top of another on top of another. And then I won't go into, obviously, the details of each principle and what I've said before. You can find all those episodes here and just binge, binge listen to all of them and let me know what you think. So principle 1 says, sexuality is an integral part of the personhood of every human being. For this reason, a favorable environment in which everyone may enjoy all sexual rights as part of the process of development must be created. Principle 2 says, the rights and protections guaranteed to people under age 18 differ from those of adults and must take into account the evolving capacities of the individual child to exercise rights on his or her own behalf. Principle 3 says, non-discrimination underlies all human rights protection and promotion. Principle 4 states, sexuality and, and, okay, sorry. sexuality and pleasure deriving from it is a central aspect of being human, human, whether or not a person chooses to reproduce. Principle 5 states, ensuring sexual rights for all includes a commitment to freedom and protection from harm. 
principle six then says which mm -hmm. we read we'll read again sexual rights may be subject only to those limitations determined by law for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and the general welfare in a democratic society so this is one of those things it's like a legal statement it sounds like a legal statement there's a whole bunch of things that sound really really good um i'm going to try and break this down i urge you to do the same just write that down if you would actually google um but write that down and then break it into bits and pieces and then see what that actually means and what you're taking from it so sexual rights may be subject only to those limitations determined by law okay to the subject only to those limitations determined by law for the purpose Mm -hmm. of one securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others they have clearly told you what to them sexual rights and freedoms are okay so they may only be they they may be subject only to those limitations determined by law for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and the general welfare in a democratic society. So if you guys listened, went and saw the link that I um, set up, uh, that I put a couple of episodes ago on the intolerance of tolerance, um, Greg Coco, And it basically talks about how different things mean different things, um, but also how we have to be careful about what we determine to be um, general welfare. But one of the things that he talked about there that I found so incredibly interesting was that there is no neutral position. We all know this, by the way. We just don't live it. Like I say it constantly, everybody comes from a certain point of view. I'll use the example of, because <clears throat> we've all been talking about um, racial discrimination and everything. And so there's this list there's a list of books and movies that's been put forth and people are like, if you want to know more, please go and watch this or please read these and, you know, it'll give you information, it'll give you insight, it'll give you a deeper understanding of the situation at hand. I don't think it's a bad thing to read this stuff, okay? But two, I'm sorry, but one, we talked a few episodes ago about indoctrination yeah and if anyone thinks that they are immune to indoctrination of any kind you should be very careful you should be very very careful there's a certain message <clears throat> that is obviously being communicated with all of these books and TV shows and everything nobody is neutral there is no just this is the way it is and that's that Okay, so people want you to hear a certain story in a certain way. They want to communicate a certain message, and so they'll put it in different ways so that it appeals to different people. So not everybody will get the same message from the same movie or the same book or the same article or the same interview. But because there are myriad of them, and you're you're having many interviews and all sorts of things, and that's why you have a list, various options. So what works for you, watch it. But the message, essentially, is the same, 
okay so um i'm not going to go into those messages because we're not talking about racism um but we are talking about the fact that nobody's neutral so when they say a fair and democratic society the general welfare in a democratic society um many of us believe in democracy yeah we think people should have the ability to think um to vote to put into place the things that they believe in when you look at how a lot of this sexual um if you look at um ippf in and of itself let's talk about abortion and how they want to because they think that abortion should be a right it's every woman's right she should be able to choose whether her baby lives or dies mm -hmm. um they wouldn't put it like that but that's how i've put it so yeah um so they have a certain belief system and they want to i'm going to say inflict because i don't think convince is what they're trying to do but they're trying to make sure that our society looks exactly like theirs when it comes to abortion okay and many other things but we're talking about abortion now last year um in 2019 there was a conference in kenya about abortion and it was the icpd 25 um conference and there are many countries that like boycotted and there there was a lot of um reaction negative reaction um and there was even a counter meeting uh pro-life meeting uh but what one of the 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 things that people brought up was how abortion is illegal in kenya okay it's illegal but this entire organization because they have money and they have the ability to pay off a whole bunch of people but i'm not accusing them of paying off folks i'm just saying that's possible um they had the conference here where it is illegal to do so i don't think that that shows respect for this nation for the democracy and the sorry for, sorry for the ability of the people of this nation to decide what works best for this nation abortion is illegal here to have a conference that is not only promoting yeah but celebrating the need for or the ability to have an abortion as a moral thing when most of the society does not think what you think and this is a democratic country does not speak to democracy does not even communicate that you care one way or the other about how a sovereign nation feels about the laws that govern it so people will lobby and they will pay folks to change laws and put bills in place and many folks are in support because when we talked the other time about uh, a little bit about the kihika bill and we're talking about how and i encourage you by the way to get the bill and read it um and we're talking about how comprehensive sexuality education is not a good thing okay abortion um abortion on demand is not a good thing uh and a large in large part most of the kenyan society feels this way um that life is precious and babies are babies yeah not fetuses which again i will repeat means small baby um or small child the point of this conversation is 
they may say here, yeah, they say here that that the, that these sexual rights are subject to the limitations. But you see, it's the limitations by law for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and the general welfare in a democratic society. I don't think that these guys care about the democracy of Kenya and many developing countries, many countries in Africa, because it's about inflicting your point of view, your way of life. I heard... Um, a lady, it was a conversation, an interview, sorry, and she is pro-choice. So she was saying how, you know, in every civilized country in the world, um, abortion is legal. And I said, wow, thank you so much. So thanks. We are uncivilized. But I will say, like David, like David said, I will be even more undignified than this. If it if to be civilized means that you kill children at will because it makes your life more comfortable or it makes it easier or palatable for you to live the life you want in this moment, not moving forward in this moment, then that you can keep your civilization. Okay. But that in and of itself, because that is still the same woman who will stand up and say, oh, black lives matter. Or, um, yes, we, you know, African countries have their own um, sovereignty and, you know, different countries, you know, they have their own sovereignty. But in her mind, that statement, she said it, she was just talking and she just said the statement. And that, and I'm always like, you should be careful. You should not be careful about what, yes, you should be careful about what you say, but be interested in what people are actually saying versus what they want you to hear. Okay, and that's what this entire series has been about. There's a certain thing that people want you to hear, but it doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. So that's why I keep saying, investigate, that when people talk about harm, are we defining harm the same way? So that when you put it into law, what does that actually mean? When it comes down to it, what does it actually mean? And for this, so when they talk about the democracy and taking into account various things, because one of the things, I'll use another example. One of the things that um, is generally on CSE websites, or I read once that there were listing countries where it was on, and by the Kenya was on it, and it's not legally here, but anyway. And one of the things that they say is that it's culturally appropriate. They, they, they change it to fit the culture where they're going so that they're respectful of the culture and what those people believe. How can you fit something to my culture when you're teaching the absolute contrary thing that I believe to what I believe? Um, contrary, you're teaching things contrary to what I believe, but you will not talk to me about it. Parents had no clue what CSE was. Parents still have no clue what CSE is. But you're telling me that they have gone down. Where, where is the, which public have they talked to? Which people have they talked to so that they, they know what it means to have an abortion, what it means to, um, Africans, you know, about homosexuality or masturbation or whatever it is. Where have you actually come and sat down with me so that we've reached a consensus on, yeah, okay, it's okay for you to teach certain things. And it's okay for you to not teach other things. If you're doing the thing in secret and I don't know about it, how can you have made it that it respects my culture if you haven't talked to me about it. Okay? So this irritates me because people like to act like they have, they're above a whole bunch of things. 
Yeah, and they're not racist. Number one, IPPF essentially was formed. It is a racist organization. It was formed on racist foundations. And people still will defend it. Yeah. But you, you will not, you do not have respect for my democracy and my nation and my ability to govern myself according to my beliefs and my worldview if you are willing to come to my country irrespective of what I believe and what is in my law and have a conference set to um, encourage um, the opposite of what is in the law. You don't have respect for me. And there are even like... MPs who are removed from the list, you could, in order to get onto the list to attend the conference, you had to do a whole bunch of things. Like if you're pro-life, you were removed almost immediately. It, it, again, the intolerance of tolerance. Go and listen. If you listened to it before, go and listen to it. If you haven't, I will still link it and you guys can go and listen to this stuff. Okay? Because when we talk about um, other people's worldviews creeping into the Christian worldview and then Christians being sitting back and letting this happen and acting like it's no big deal I'm just going to I, when I was talking about some of the questions when people are like shouldn't I just teach my child about Jesus yeah you teach them about Jesus you teach them how to live for Jesus in this world today and you will not be able to do that if you are burying your head in the sand and acting like a problem isn't a problem because you don't want to deal with it. Okay? So please, I encourage you. Please, I'm imploring you. Do research. Don't accept things just because, oh, it's an international organization, they said it. Oh, it's the UN, so they said it. Oh, it's UNFPA, they said it. No. They don't know. You don't know what they're teaching your children because many people run to take their children they're like if you have a, a program that's a, like a sex ed program that's run that's a biblical one maybe it's run in church or it's freelance and then you have a program at the un children parents will queue at the un yeah what is their belief system the same as you? And it's not even a bad thing to take your kids there, but have you prepared your children for what they're going to be faced with? Because life comes at them so aggressively. And the thoughts about atheism, about um, sexuality, sexual rights, freedoms, identity, truth, culture... Guys, the things that are coming at our children are so big and they're being asked to consider such huge questions and we are not equipping them biblically and spiritually to answer those questions, to face up to those things. Like I said before, my belief, inoculate, do not ignore. You cannot ignore the issue. You must talk to your kids about them. Ask them the question. If two random um, guys are kissing on the screen and it's a five-year-old, instead of immediately, okay, you can change the channel, right? But then just moving, oh, do you want ice cream? Or do you want, you know, people move very, very quickly. Yeah. It's, you know, so you move away from it. You don't talk about it. When the condom advert comes and your child is asking the question, you tell them, and you move on. Their curiosity has already been aroused. Okay. They are going to ask the question. They're going to look for the answers. Please be part. Please be a part of that answer-giving wheel. Okay? Because they will hear from different people. 
they will hear different points of view, but what are they hearing from you? Because it's not their job, their mandate, other people's mandate to teach your children. But like I said, if you're not talking to your kids about sex, somebody is. And their worldview may be vastly different. In fact, is likely vastly different from yours. So your child's foundation will have been laid, but it will not have been laid in the word of God and in what God says. It will not have been laid on that. And that is on you, unfortunately, for parents. So what I say is equip yourself. We talked about equipping yourself. I will link the website again down below. Well, always link it. But um, there's so many resources for parents. And even if you're not a parent yet, still come. S go through them. See the resources that are there. Because parents are usually like, we don't know how. We don't know how to start. That reason or excuse is no longer a part of your vocabulary. We have made them available, these resources. You can come and see. You can come and be involved. Okay? There are free resources. There are some that you pay for. There are free sessions. There are some that you pay for. Be involved. Okay? Be involved. <sighs> Again, very emotional about these things. Or passionate. Passionate, sorry. So when you hear, again, we'll read the statement again. And then I want you to evaluate as to whether the sovereignty or the, um, the democracy of a nation really matters. What do their actions speak the same thing as this statement does? Because honestly, I think this is just a lie. But it's subject also to interpretation. Um, because, you know, a lawyer might read this and read it differently. Okay, but me, when I hear democracy and, you know, freedoms of others, that makes my, oh, sometimes it makes, makes my blood boil because they say that, but they do the opposite. Okay, so principle six says sexual rights may be subject only to those limitations determined by law for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others and the general welfare in a democratic society. Remember their definition of rights and freedoms. Remember their definition of sexual rights. Remember their definition of, of welfare, the general welfare and democracy of a society. Definitions matter. And like we said previously, in uh, last episode, no episode is in a vacuum. Not the episode, no statement is in a vacuum. So these things build upon one another. Different strings attached to different strings. So it's one upon another upon another to create a picture. So is that a picture you want to be a part of? Or are you willing to say, I don't agree with this? And also get involved in what do I do now? Because it's not enough to say, I don't agree. That's the first part. And I applaud you if you're there. But you must be proactive. You must be proactive. It's not going to get any easier. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. The world is becoming worse and worse. We must train up our children to go in God's way and to honor Him with every aspect of their lives. And that includes, and I may say in our day and time, maybe especially their sexuality. Okay? My prayer is that we will be able to help our children and encourage their relationship with Christ that they may know him and that their identity may be found in him because that will then determine every choice they make, including what they do with their sexuality and the desires that they have. So thank you. 
I know I keep saying our children, our children, our children. Remember, guys, even if you're not a parent, kids are in your life. Children are in your life. They're your nieces and your nephews and your mentees and your Sunday school students and your youth workers and your youths, as people like to say. Okay? They're all around you. They're your cousins and your friends. We are a society. So you, we should all be fighting to protect every single child among us. And then we should be fighting to protect one another. Because we are not immune for, from, as in, listen, we can all make mistakes and we can all be deceived. So let's work together and make sure that we are honoring God in the way that we, in the, in what we believe, in the way that we believe it, in the way that we communicate it, in the, and, and in the way that we teach it. Thanks for coming, guys. Um, thanks for listening to, to me speaking, but also for being gracious when I get uh, passionate about a lot of this stuff. Uh, please share, again, like we said. Um, also, feel free to comment um, or email, whichever way you're comfortable. Because like we said before, or I think I said before, that people seem to be very more comfortable with DMing and emailing. So whatever works for you, you do that. Um, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he give you peace. I'll see you guys on the next one. God bless you.